0: Hi everyone, welcome to Solace. My name is Iona and this is my podcast where I'm bringing light to social justice issues. I have a really exciting episode today and such an exciting guest. Um, I have Grace from Zimbabwe here to talk about life as a teenager in Zimbabwe. So, hi Grace. Um, would you like to tell us a bit about yourself, like maybe three fun facts?
1: Okay, I am 15 turning 16. I live in Bulawayo, Zimbabwe. It's the second largest city in zim. And three fun facts about me is I love to dance. I love singing. I also love swimming. Swimming is a nice sport here because it's very hot, extremely hot this side. And also, I love to read. I, I love books a lot.
0: Yeah. I love it. and I love singing and dancing as well and swimming although we can't go swimming at the moment because of COVID but that actually yeah. takes me on to my next question which I ask everyone at the start of the podcast because the name of the podcast is Soulless. that's an Irish word for light so what is something that has brought light into your life during COVID-19?
1: So definitely something that's brought light to me is to appreciate the small things in life and also to appreciate your friends and family. Not being able to see my friends at some point really sucked because I really missed them so much and I couldn't see them at all and then also being with your family and knowing more about your siblings I learned so much I didn't know some things about my siblings but I learned so much from them just being with them all the time so yeah
0: yeah and I think I I say this all the time but I think that like it's definitely brought communities closer together like we're all working together a lot more so that's really good um so how is COVID-19 like affecting Zimbabwe like because we have been in Northern Ireland in one lockdown from about March to like June and then we went back into one in January and it's probably not going to end until April so how is it in Zimbabwe
1: okay so like COVID-19 when it first came it was like people didn't really realize how serious it was but then a big thing that affected Zimbabwe was like the economy life. Like everything was disrupted. Even the school time was disrupted. We didn't know what we're gonna do. We didn't know how we're gonna learn at all. So it was kind of like a big issue. And then for like the informal sector, people were vendors or the marketplace. That was like their main source of income but they were too crowded. So they told them to like leave and they told them that they can't do their work anymore. So because of that, that means poverty has increased even more in them. because already people don't have that much money. So that just caused more poverty. But not only people in the rural areas, but even people in the city, people this side were also suffering because even the churches had to assist, assist people in the cities. They had to give them food, which was kind of like so crazy. Which showed that how many jobs, like so many jobs were closed. And even now, some jobs are like irrelevant because of covid and because now most jobs have to be like on zoom on google terms or whatever and now you can't really do that and then also we had to now wear masks, we had to social distance um and then things had to change even the learning experience now we do online schooling although at first we didn't know what we're gonna do and everything has changed so much and we didn't expect it to change that much
0: yeah it's so really similar here because like first off we're all on online school um doing like zoom classes and like um google classroom and microsoft teams and then also like there as you said like there are jobs that have just become irrelevant like the only jobs that are allowed to meet in person are like essential jobs so like like people working in supermarkets or doctors um yeah. things like that and then people like hairdressers or um I don't know like clothes people in clothes shops and things like that just haven't been able to work because they're not allowed to be open so it's very similar here and then we also have to wear masks um everywhere like when you're in with other places like public places um and then
1: also like um the way our lockdown like how they would close shops at like 6 p.m and stuff but now they extended it to 10 p.m because like in two weeks I'm going to be going back to school, like physical school, so it's kind of like we're still taking it slowly, but I guess it's getting a little bit better aside. Yeah, we're
0: go yeah. back to school after Easter, so like 12th mm-hmm. of April or something like that, so I'm kind of excited, but I'm kind of nervous, like I don't know if I, like I think I'm going to be really awkward, I feel like I don't know how to communicate with people, because like I haven't seen anyone so long. Yeah, me too, I'm like I don't know why. I know Sam. Um, so could you like tell me a bit about Zimbabwe and its history? Because a lot of people from Northern Ireland um maybe don't know what it's like or what happened, and actually how similar the history of Zimbabwe and the history of Northern Ireland um
1: is. Okay. So like Zimbabwe is in the southern Africa, and most people know Zimbabwe because of Victoria Falls. It's like one of the most famous people that people visit. Zimbabwe oh. is um, a neighbor to South Africa so South Africa is also well known on that side we're just neighbors to them and then we were a British colony and the white people were more powerful and they ruled the blacks and the blacks were segregated so we couldn't stay where the white people were even like our parents tell us stories about how they had only certain shops were allowed for them to go to and that they could only they could only leave town at a certain time so that was like something crazy. And then eventually there was a war of liberation and we got independence in 1980. So in Zimbabwe, there's like 4% of a population of white people, and then the majority is just black people on the side. Our economy is dependent on farming, mining, tourism. That's like what we depend on. We're a small country, we're only like 40 million. That's our population. And we use um, Zimbabwean dollars and US dollars. So the Zimbabwean dollar is one is to 100. So I know like that's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. And our our economy has collapsed and it needs to be revived. It collapsed because of politics. And it's been like that for a very long time. But like this side, we also like when it comes to temperatures, we have high temperatures and we have long summers, short winter, like very short winter. It never snows here. There's never been snow ever. Um, and our system is mostly adapted to the British system. So the things we do here are very similar to that side. There's not there's not really much of a big difference.
0: Yeah, like it's so similar <laughs> and yeah, also different like the way you said that it's majority black people um, and there's like a very small percentage of whites here. It is very much a white country, like 98% white I think and then um, sort of like two percent, you know, people of other ethnic my- minorities, um, which is so different in that. But because you were a British colony, um, the school system and things are like um, very similar. So like you're sure. doing GCSEs. Um, exactly. So what is school like in Zimbabwe? Um, and I can maybe talk a little bit about what my school is like and like the similarities and differences.
1: Okay, so I go to a private school. Um, you can even research in it. We do GCSEs and I'm doing sciences. So I do subjects like biophysics, chemistry, all that, even literature, English. Um, and our schools are similar. Although, like, for example, we don't have a cafeteria. We have a talk shop where you can get food or you can bring food from home. And even like the school time, like when you get to school, we go from the time we start at 7.30 to 1 p.m. And then we have break from one to two. And then when you go up, it's like sports. And the sports here, like most of the time, even when we do sports, you'll be in your shorts and t shirt because it's mostly hot. Even in winter, sometimes it can be very, very hot. So we have sports like soccer, rugby, swimming, netball, basketball, hockey. Um, The ones that are usually in the winter season is basketball, hockey, those two. And for basketball, I used to go for tournaments, and for tournaments we used to travel to other cities in Zimbabwe and play with other schools. So I feel like sports is also one major thing in like Zim schools, cause it's like something that you can even like become um, part of even the Zim sports teams here. So, like if you do very well, you can get recognized by Zimbabwe in sports teams. So it's like that big to like do sports aside. <laughs>
0: Yes um, work here like especially my school is quite like an epic academic but also really sporty school so like hockey mm. is a really big thing here like we would always go to the matches and like with posters and cheer on our teams and things like that and also um, football like not within like school well football is a really big thing and also rugby is a really really big thing um, here as mm-hmm. well um, so yeah sporty schools are definitely a big thing here and then also you're doing GCSEs and you're doing like all the sciences which is yeah. amazing I am not a science person like I'm just no I can't I can't do it <laughs> I'm more <laughs> like an English and drama sort of person mm-hmm. um, which is annoying because my school is not an English and drama sort of school but oh. um, sort of going on from that and like talking about like young people what are some things that your country is struggling with like not just COVID-19 and then how is it affecting young people like yourself?
1: Okay, so like the main thing is to find a job this side. Like after you finish school, getting employed is like one of the hardest things ever because most people finish school right now, they're at home, they don't know what to do, and they're mostly applying for universities outside of the country, not even in Zim. And the universities here are there, but they're limited. Like, not everyone can go in here, and obviously the jobs are limited too, so it's very hard to get employed, but because of that, it also stresses people a lot, it can also cause mental health problems, and the problem in Zimbabwe is, like, to get help, you have to pay. Almost everything decides you have to pay for it, which is why poverty is, like, a big thing, or even if you're not, you're not even being poor is, like, a problem, it's just, you can't always have money to do everything, so like being depressed is a serious issue but most people don't talk about it they keep it within themselves they cry at home they just don't go out to talk about it it's even hard to go to your parents and just be like i'm not i'm kind of feeling sad and stuff like that it's hard for you to really approach them and talk about such things because it's something that the Zimbabweans have never really looked into or like focused on
0: yeah mental health is a really really big issue here as well it's i think definitely it's gotten a lot um, more talked about, it's more of a talked about subject now. But the actually getting mental health help um, with our services like CAMS is really hard. Although the good thing is it's free with the NHS, um, which is our national mm-hmm. health service. Um, which obviously it isn't free in Zimbabwe. But the waiting list um, is so long. Like I went to get help um, in July of. 2019 and I didn't hear back from them until February of 2020 which was such a long time to wait and it's not ideal at all so that's definitely a big thing and then talking about jobs I think the employability opportunities here are actually uh, quite good but I know a lot of my friends i talk to don't want to study here they would love to study abroad and get out of the country so that is something that is also
1: like reminds me how my mom is also actually Working with people with mental health issues because they realized that it's a serious issue in different schools, so they wanted to start doing this like as soon as possible. But then the moment when COVID came in, it also like ruined everything because it like kind of like made everything not happen as fast as they wanted it to. And like even if they wanted to just make it happen, it's hard now because just for you to like start doing Zoom calls with everyone and all that, it's just like a lot of work and in Zimbabwe just the way jobs were like a lot of jobs were just like um disrupted and put like on hold. So that was like one other thing that was a problem. Yeah,
0: because everything's online now. So like even if like what your mom's doing is like getting more mental health help, like everything has to be on Zoom, which is just not the same. So that is a problem. Um, What is like the biggest issue for young people in Zimbabwe? And I can talk about, you know, issues for young people here um, and we can compare them.
1: Okay, so I feel like, again, it's just jobs. And I feel like mental health is one of the issues now, from what I've realized. Like, I feel like it's actually getting worse because of this situation. So hopefully, eventually, that's something that can be fixed. Because Zimbabwe is just a place where it's COVID-19 was just like unexpected. And I feel like it's a the good thing is that we're actually kind of like dealing with it. We're kind of like, we're just kind of going with the flow with it. But when it first came, it was just like the most shocking thing, especially for Zimbabwe. Like, I felt like if before I would have thought that there was no way Zimbabwe would be okay right now. Cause I feel like Zimbabwe is like behind on a lot of things so COVID-19 was just like a whole different situation.
0: Yeah I was just looking at the day and it's it's the 6th of March when we're um, recording this but I think that's coming up to maybe the week before everything closed in the UK like I remember just a couple of days before I went off school it just didn't feel real it didn't feel like it was happening like I remember me and my friend just like laughing like oh that's not it's not gonna happen and then you know here we are a year later and we're mm-hmm. still off school and we're online it's just it's crazy
1: mm-hmm.
0: um one thing that I was really really interested in talking about are maybe like some stereotypes of eyes and bad men and African people that you that are not true so what
1: are some of those? So like some of them is how there we have wild animals in our backyards, that we have lions, zebras and all that. I wish we did, but that's not true at all. Like we can't have them. Of course, there are places where you can go and see these animals. And that's not the good thing about Africa is that there's so many animals to see this side that you can see. And then also like the fact that most people are homeless and the fact that people are starving, because most people say um you should eat your food because in africa there are kids starving that's not true of course there are people who are and need help but that's not fully really true and also i want to talk about how in zimbabwe there's like diverse architecture of like houses of course there's the traditional houses like the houses with the thatched roof and they're made with mud and all but like for example like where i stay there's a backyard and in your backyard you could have a swimming pool you could have a tennis court you could have whatever you want because our houses here are very big and then in a house you could have you need to have like a fence or like a drawer it's like something that you have and then our houses are like there's like so much space yeah you can and that's why our houses are like very big and they're built in like square or rectangular shaped and they're divided into different rooms bedrooms the living room the kitchen so this side, like it's it's much more different from that side because there's more space for your houses and stuff like that.
0: I want um, a pool in my garden so badly. Like I know like a few people who have um, poles here. It's not like a big thing. It's more like hot tubs here. People really have like hot tubs. Yeah. Um, but well, going on from that, I sort of want to talk a little bit about the really stark um, classism in Zimbabwe um, because I know that there are very 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 rich people and then extremely poor people and then obviously the middle class but there are such big differences which isn't a thing that we see as much here so would you be able to talk a little bit about that?
1: Okay so here it's like a huge thing because Everything is just different. For example, I go to private school, but then there's public school. So if you go to a private school, people see you rich. And then if you go to a private to a public school, people see you poor sometimes. And then also the fact that even like where people shop, it's different. Like someone wouldn't go to the marketplace. Like some people wouldn't go there because they felt like it's for poor people. You can't go to a marketplace. Or some shops that are downtown, you wouldn't see a white person there at all like there's some places you would never see white people there maybe you'd see a few but like that's rare and then most of the time like for example the neighborhoods so like the different neighborhoods and you can tell that in this neighborhood there are rich people in this other neighborhood there's like middle class and other places there's like poor people for example if you to go to the like downtown where it's like the rural areas kind of the houses are even different that side because there there's like small fences and the houses are very small and like they are more close to each other unlike if you come into the city or into town like this side where there's now like a huge backyard and there's more space from everyone else from that side and like it's it's very different here and also like where there's more white people in Zimbabwe it's like that's where rich people are and then the Black people, it depends who you are. Like, you can't just be a rich Black person This side, So it's very different here. So, like, for example, here, being white, I guess you're seen as rich. Like, honestly, you like, seen as a rich person. Being Black, it depends who you are, where you're from, maybe even how you dress. It's just different beside side, Not everyone is rich if they're Black. And then, obviously, there's also, like, the mixed race. So, like, people are, like, it also depends for them because there's some people who are rich and it's like I don't know if you have if you're someone of color you're also seen as rich in a way so this side is just like people have stereotypes for themselves which is like weird but yeah
0: yeah like I was just thinking about how um sort of on the in the media here like people from Africa are generally generally portrayed as like per like that we need to help them and that is just not how it is like obviously we need to help everyone but like I really wanted to sort of um paint a picture of how there are actually extremely rich people in some the yeah, they and they're also extremely poor people but the most people are just living normal day-to-day lives like you know everyone here and that's really what I wanted to get across um yeah going on from that obviously you were, you were talking about like the white people and how you know they you wouldn't see them Um, in certain areas. How is um, racism in Zimbabwe because Northern Ireland is majority white country Um, so that means that the minority ethnic minorities are really treated worse with racism is a really big issue here. Um, How is it in Zimbabwe?
1: So racism here is not as bad as I I guess it depends For some people for me I've never really like really like face racism like face to face like yeah but if I were to say times when I felt like there was racism at school I feel like racism in school has to be spoken about because it's something that happens because like even when after George Floyd's death on Twitter you know it was trending and stuff like that so what happened was for this side a lot of schools made a page on Instagram called black at something so like for my school someone made one and people would confess like stuff that happened at school like how they were treated and like I remember one person was like for example the skirts at school so one person said that the black people were told to wear wider skirts because apparently their bodies are too appealing or like they could bring they cause attention and stuff like that so also me, I felt like I have faced it, although I wouldn't really want to go around like explaining things and just exposing my school. But like, I've also faced racism myself. I could say that. And it's it's not even from the white people at school. It can even be from the black people at school because I don't know, I feel like they also look at white people differently, like almost like how the class is in. It's like black people will treat a white person better because they see them as rich people. So, it's just like weird how people act around here. So yeah. Yeah,
0: I like that you brought George Floyd because after his de- a death and last year that was really when the Black Lives Matter movement like it didn't start it had been going for years but it really mm-hmm. brought attention to it and um that was when you know everyone was posting on Instagram and Twitter like posts about Black Lives Matter and they still are to this day. It's gotten a lot like mm-hmm. a lot less, um, which isn't which isn't good. We should still be posting about it. But yeah. like it was a it's a really big issue. Um but it's interesting to hear like it it sort of depends um like in Zimbabwe like there are they can be racist but they also the right white people can be racist but also people look at the white people differently. So that's really interesting.
1: It um, is weird because like even when you're just anywhere in general, if you see a white person, guess people just see on as bridge It's just how it is. It's always been like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. stereotypes. Even like even we were just talking about stereotypes. Like mm-hmm. I really this was sort of what the podcast I started it about it was just to break stereotypes and show people yeah. like everyone is just the same. So that's really mm-hmm. interesting to hear. Um. The last question I have is what are some things that we can do to help or to educate ourselves on the situation in
1: Zimbabwe? Okay, so I feel like something like what you're doing is like a very big deal because you're asking someone who's already there and you're hearing like my opinion about things. And I feel like if people could also do the same, like reaching out to people from Zim, that would be really, really cool. I also feel like doing some research on it, like even knowing the history, or even like if you ever get to have holiday, if you could come here after COVID, it would be like really cool because you could learn new things also. Although also even if you came for holiday, I feel like most people would want to go to like the fancy places. But like if you ever got a chance to even go and experience the other sides of Zimbabwe, the sides where people, like the poverty sides, if that's what you want to see and you want to learn, you can also go there and see those things. And I feel like it would be a good thing because not everything is on the internet sometimes you have to see something physical and stuff or even make friends who can even show you stuff like taking pictures I could even take pictures for you show you different things you know and stuff so I feel like if people just took their time to just learn more instead of just jumping to conclusions it would really help
0: yeah it's definitely like I think the media obviously is a big issue here but like portraying like these stereotypes but it's just like taking time and like putting effort into researching or like what you said of like talking to people like directly um mm-hmm. and just hearing from what you know they have to say I mean I believe the conversation is just the the way to you know breaking like our conflict and breaking um the divide that is between so many people um, so thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been such a great conversation. I know that we have been trying to record this for so long. Um, yeah. There have been electricity issues. We've been busy with school, things like that. but. Thank you so much for
1: talking to me today. Thank it's you for nice. having me. Yeah. Like I had so much fun and I learned so much and I realized how we're like so similar, like our countries and everything. Definitely. Like Northern Ireland
0: and Zimbabwe, even though you look at them from the outside and you're like they're different. They are so similar with their history and their political situations. I mean it's yeah. just It's really interesting. And I really hope that people are inspired by what you've said to go out and to do research and to just have a conversation with someone. So thank you again so much. And to everyone who's listening, I hope that you tune in next time. Bye.